Good evening to you all and thank you for joining us once again for the Salvation Meeting here on Fortress Radio. Although I'm sure many of us marked Remembrance Sunday in our own ways this morning, it's still good, I'm sure you'll agree, to mark this special day in our meeting this evening as we join together to pray for peace in our world. Sarah and I stood on our doorstep earlier today and played the last post before 11 o'clock and then the Rivale after two minutes' silence. And I know many other Salvation Army bandsmen will have done the same. Having not been able to mark the day in the way so many of us have every year of our adult lives. Warfare, though, is not just an earthly concept. Every one of us as Christians is involved in the deadliest of wars every day of our lives. The war to save men's souls from the depths of hell and damnation and to win the world for Jesus and an eternity in heaven. So let's begin this evening with a real army war song. It's number 990 in our songbook. We're a band that shall conquer the foe. But only if we fight in the name of the king. Yeah. 
airtime this week is led for us by two good friends of mine, Chris and Joe Lyons from Gainsborough Corps. Gainsborough is about 18 miles from us here in Lincoln, and so it's one of our nearest corps. Chris, though, is originally from Falmouth in Cornwall, and we first met there many, many years ago when I visited their lovely corps with the Blood and Fire rock band. It was about 1983, I think. There was a report in the old musician magazine that had a whole page of photos of me and a punk rocker interacting during the rock concert. Those were the days, eh? So let's give our attention now to Joe and Chris. Prayer gently lifts me to highest heaven, from earth's confusion to Jesus' breast. My sin and weakness, my doubts and sorrows, are lost forever in sweetest rest. As we settle to this time of worship and praise, 
a time of enjoying music and listening to what is said, we come into the presence of our Lord. We lift our prayers to him. Things in our world are certainly confusing at the moment. Where we live, our politics may be in a state of flux. We are all concerned and worried about the pandemic which is sweeping through the world. Many of us may be mourning friends and loved ones or worried about our jobs and livelihoods. But we know, Lord, that you are a faithful God, our friend in times of trouble and our comforter. You are at the centre of everything. Throughout all our lives, we can turn to you in times of joy and happiness and in times of doubt and sorrow. When we come to you, we are assured that you will hold us in love and in the palm of your hand, where we will find sweetest rest. You will lift us up like eagles on the wind. So today, as we bring our individual prayers to you, we thank you for your comfort. We pray for our world and the problem it faces, and that your healing will come upon it. Amen.
Thank you, Joe and Chris, for that lovely, thoughtful time of prayer. It's time to sing again now, and every war needs soldiers. Are you prepared for the fight? A song I've loved since my youngest days is number 856 in the songbook. I think I timed it just right with the publication of Gem 7 coming just about the time I began to become aware of army music and Eric Silverberg's arrangement of what was described as a continental air brought this song back into popular use and we've been singing it ever since. I've even been privileged to play a euphonium solo based on the melody, that being Ray Steadman Allen's The Conqueror, of course. I'm very pleased that we managed to find a recording of this song to be able to use it this evening. It was recorded in 1991 by an Irish Salvationist, Gail Dixon. And I pray that you, like me, find yourselves firmly on the road to glory this evening. I'm a soldier bound for glory. I'm a soldier going home. Come and hear me tell my story. All who love the Saviour come. I love Jesus. Hallelujah. I love Jesus. Yes, I do. Oh, 
As happens so often, a child shall lead the way. And if we feel at times that we don't know what words to say when coming to the Lord in prayer, we could do little better than follow the advice of the singing company this evening. It's from the young people at Worthing Corps, and we're going to hear from them sing a beautiful song from the pen of Joy Webb, As I Pray. Now, as a meeting leader, the only problem I can find with the beautiful prayer section of our songbook is that, with very few exceptions, the songs tend to be sung to slow tunes. One exception is the chorus, Ask, 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 from the musical spirit, of course, but I only used that in the Gowans and Larson special meeting we had a couple of weeks ago. Thank you so much, by the way, for all the feedback from that meeting. It seems it was really enjoyed, and I can confirm to you as a fact that there were many thousands of listeners to that particular meeting, including General Larson himself, and I also received a note of thanks from Commissioner Giselle Gowans. Your encouragement really helps me be assured, and it keeps on driving this great new ministry opportunity that the Covid pandemic has given to us all but particularly to those of us engaged in online ministry. Well, another song from that prayer section is this next one. 
number 795 in the book. And this is surely an ever-present in the top ten of songs requested when our bands do ministry in the streets or in hospitals and care homes. What a friend we have in Jesus. Tonight we're going to use the bright setting of that song, written by Ray Steadman Allen again in the 1970s. And the singing is going to be led for us tonight by the Portsmouth Citadel Songsters. <laughs> evening is taken from Luke chapter 11 verses 1 to 13. One day Jesus was praying. When he finished one of his disciples said to him, Lord teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray say, Father hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. Then Jesus said to them, Suppose you have a friend and you go to him at midnight and say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked, and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. The one who seeks finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. 
Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you're evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? I mentioned at the start of our meeting tonight that today marks Remembrance Day and we've marked it with a few extra prayers and some readings. Firstly, Stephen Poxon has recorded for me his lovely poem for Remembrance Day. A poem for Remembrance Sunday 2020. They glisten in November's sun by Stephen Poxon. They glisten in November's sun, those polished medals nobly won. As poppies bow their blood-red heads, and amputees reflect on beds, and thoughts of carnage still resound of soldiers shot and sailors drowned, and aircraft burning in the skies for freedom's precious costly prize. They glisten in November's sun, and, clanking, tell of duties done, and old men, bent and few these days, deserve their nation's silent praise. And widowed women, some who fought, remember just what war days brought, and what they stole, the damage done, those days of bomb and gas and gun and enemies and families ripped, when life was shown another script. They glisten in November's sun, those polished medals nobly won. Other listeners have also sent in prayers, and I'd like to share this one with you. A Prayer for Peace Lord, there is so much activity in the world you gave to us. Covid, conflicts, earthquakes, Brexit, USA elections. The Covid virus is causing poverty and loneliness and mental stress. And we just want to shout, let there be peace. This is the day of the year when we remember those who fought to bring peace to a world in turmoil. And we thank you for those who made the sacrifice of their lives. And we also remember their loved ones who still feel the grief. And we also thank you for those who returned from conflict and the inspiration they are to us. Lord, just as you stilled the waters and brought peace in a storm, we pray that we may all know that you are with us during the current storms of life. Ivan Stead, Grimsby Corps. Amen. Now I love the story behind our band piece this evening. I've spoken many times in my meetings and podcasts about how much words written by the late Major Ivy Morby mean to me. I think Ivy Morby and Catherine Baird would probably be my favourite lady poets and songwriters in all of Salvation Army history. Well, this song dates from 1947, 
and the tune, so often fondly remembered, was written by one of those young Salvationists who went on to become a celebrity. Alistair McHarg had a powerful baritone voice which just suited the stage and later the television. He became one of those Scottish singers who, along with Andy Stewart and many accordions, graced our TV screens every New Year's Eve for many years. Bandmaster Kenneth Downey has taken Alistair's beautiful tune and transcribed it for band. Jesus answers when I call, his sweet presence bringing, stoops to lift me when I fall, sets the music ringing. When I talk with Jesus, bring to him my care, with his own sweet comfort, Jesus answers prayer.
Do you see your prayer life as a parallel journey alongside your everyday life? I think I do. I can still remember my mum putting me to bed as a child and saying prayers with me. And I can remember prayers in school and Sunday school at the army. Although I admit there does seem something just a little ritualistic about some of those school prayers in particular. Almost like they were something that had to be done rather than something that the teachers and pupils wanted to do. In those early years, if ever we were asked to pray in a meeting, or on a YP or Corps Cadet weekend, we used to write our prayers down or even type them out. These days we'd print them, perhaps on a computer. And we'd practice to make sure we got the words right before the big day. Is it any wonder, then, that sometimes we became a little scared of the whole prayer thing? I think I did. Almost as though if we didn't speak in proper punctuated sentences with excellent elocution, God wouldn't hear us or even be bothered to listen. That started to change when I was in my teens. I can't remember where or when, but somebody must have explained at a youth councils that talking to God should be as natural as talking to your best friend. He said, imagine how relaxed you are when you're talking to a friend, just chatting, joking, sharing the time of day. Well, prayer should be like that. And when I moved away from home and I became a student in Colchester, I remember beginning to try to do just that. I had a bicycle and I used to ride from Colchester Town Centre back up the long, straight Lexton Road to where I lived with the core bandmaster and his family. And I started to pray on that journey. I have a strong feeling that I did it out loud. Just having a lengthy and regular chat with my friend upstairs. But what passers-by must have thought when this mad cyclist rode by apparently talking to himself, I don't like to think. <laughs> Nor particularly do I like to remember the late night when I was so engrossed in my prayer conversation that I failed to see the little yellow lights the council had placed in the road to let me know they'd dug it up. And so I rode straight down the hole, hurting myself and buckling the wheel of my bike. Well, I do hope God didn't hear me say a few words I shouldn't have on that occasion. But, you know, I was far from alone in seeking the right way to pray. As we know, even the disciples had to ask Jesus how they should pray. We read it earlier. And what if this happened one day? Our Father, who... Yes? Please don't interrupt me. I'm praying. But you have called me. Called you? I didn't call you. I was praying. Our Father, who art in heaven... There, you did it again. Did what? You called me. You said, Our Father, who art in heaven, here I am. What is on your mind? But I didn't mean anything by it. I was just, you know, just saying my prayers for the day. I always say the Lord's Prayer. It makes me feel good, sort of like, Getting a job done. All right, then. Go on. 
Hallowed be thy name. Hold it. What do you mean by that? By what? By hallowed be thy name. It means... It means... Good grief, how should I know what it means? It's just part of the prayer. By the way, what does it mean? It means honoured, holy, wonderful. Ah, that makes sense. I never thought about what hallowed meant before. Okay. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Do you really mean that? Of course. Why not? What are you going to do about it? Do? Nothing, I suppose. I just think it'd be rather good if you got control of things down here the way that you have up there. Have I got control of you? Well, I go to church. That is not what I asked you. What about that bad temper? You've really got a problem there, you know. Stop picking on me. I'm just as good as some of those other hypocrites down at the church. Excuse me, but I thought you were praying for my will to be done. If that is to happen, it'll have to start with the ones who are praying for it. Like you, for example. Oh, all right. I guess I do have a few hang-ups now that you mention it. I could probably name some others. So could I. I haven't thought about it much until now, but I really would like to cut out some of those things. I really would like to know how to be free. Good. Now we are getting somewhere. We will work together, you and I. Some real victories can be won. I'm proud of you. Look, Lord, I need to finish this up here. This is taking a lot longer than it usually does. Give us this day our daily bread. You need to cut out the bread as well. You're a little overweight as it is. Hey, wait a minute. What is this? Here am I, doing my religious duty, and all of a sudden you break in and remind me of all my faults. Praying is a dangerous thing. You could end up changed, you know. That's what I'm trying to bring across to you. You called me, and here I am. It's too late to stop now. Keep on praying. I'm interested in the next part of your prayer. Well, go on. I'm scared to. Scared of what? I know what you'll say. Try me and see. Forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. What about Peter Brown? See, I knew you'd bring him up. Lord, he told lies about me, and he cheated me out of some money. I swear that I'll get even with him. But your prayer? What about your prayers? I didn't mean it. Well... At least you're honest. But it's not much fun carrying around that load of bitterness inside, is it? No, but I'll feel better as soon as I get even. Oh, have I got some plans for old Peter? You won't feel any better. You will feel worse. Revenge isn't sweet. Think of how unhappy you really are. But I'll change all that. You will? How? Forgive Peter, then I shall forgive you. Then the hate and sin will be Peter's problem and not yours. You may lose the money, but you'll have settled your heart. Doesn't sound easy. But deep down I know it would be worth the effort. Thank you, Lord, for helping me work through this. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Oh yes, prayer can be, and should be, a two-way thing. Something else that I remember from my early years was when one of the core saints would stand to pray in the meeting, and he prayed, and prayed, and prayed, and prayed. He seemed to go on forever. I'm sure there was one occasion when my dad had to actually stand and interrupt him, thanking him but bringing his Shakespearean length soliloquy to an end. It wasn't so much the going on and on I remember, though. It was the thought that was in my head, my goodness, how on earth is God meant to answer this guy if he can't get a word in edgeways? Oh yes, in our prayers, we do need to listen as well. But it is just wonderful that we can have such a relationship with our Heavenly Father. That the maker of the universe has time for us. Wow. At this particular time, we have much to pray for. The sorry state of the world. Man's almost total denials of God's existence let alone refusal to accept his rules for living. A world full of war, hatred, poverty and greed. Yes, there's so much to be scared of in this world. And often, the more we just think about how bad it is, the worse we feel. Well, God doesn't want us to be scared. In fact, he says, cast all your cares upon me. For he wants us to enjoy our lives in fellowship with him. And he wants us to live our lives every day as effective witnesses for him. So, as we used to sing in Sunday school, Don't have a face like a coffee pot. Coffee pots are long and thin. You must have a face like a teapot. Boys and girls for Jesus win. You know what they say, if but a smile comes back to you, who's the winner? Yes, you are. So smile for Jesus this week. And if anyone asks you what you're so happy about, do tell them there's your opportunity. God wants us to give our cares to him. God wants to hold our hands as we go out into the world. Fanny Crosby wrote these beautiful words. Hold thou my hand. The way is dark before me without the sunlight of thy face divine. But when by faith I catch its radiant glory, what heights of joy, what rapturous songs are mine. And in the last few weeks, my friend Katie Harding has recorded the lovely setting of those words, written by bandmaster Michael Kenyon, with Howard Evans on piano and John Starks of Boscombe Corps on euphonium. And I'm delighted that Katie was willing to share the recording with us tonight. Hold thou my hand. Hold thou my hand, so we can... 
closing song this evening, I'd like us to turn to song number 760. Yet another great song from the pen of Fanny Crosby, who's given us so many of the lovely songs that we sing. And may this song be the prayer of each one of us tonight. My constant prayer shall be for a perfect consecration that shall make me more like thee. And after our benediction this evening, the music has been provided for us by songster leader Lee Fisher of Droitwich Corps in the West Midlands of England. His song is most apt for today. Go in peace. Go in love. It's going to be sung for us by the Southern Territorial Songsters from the United States of America. But first, we're all going to sing that song together. Thou who knowest all my weakness... Thou who knowest all my care, while I pray this precious promise, Jesus hears and answers prayer. God bless you all.